Dr. Gwen Shayetta here, and welcome to another episode of Life on Your Terms. Today, we have a very special guest, Gary Zendersky, who is an author, teacher, lover of life, and proponent for positive change. He's a branding specialist, internationally acclaimed as an expert on the subject, and he specializes in helping people and organizations navigate change. He is also an instructor at the University of California in Irvine. He's going to share some amazing insights with us today. So we're going to jump right in and have this conversation with Gary. So hold on tight. Gary, I'm so excited that you're on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful to have you here. Well, uh, it's, it's my pleasure, Gwen. I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, we're going we're gonna to take a little bit of a deep dive. And, um, you know, I'm just going to share with the audience that you and I had a kind of a pre-call last week. And there were so many things that I wanted to ask you. I had created a, a list of questions. And we, we just did our pre-call and started just talking and realized after that call that there's so many different directions that we can go, so much richness that I know that you can bring that will be of value. And um, we're just going to play it a little bit by ear here, Gary. There's a couple topics that I want to broach, but um, we'll just we'll just see where it goes. So I want the listeners to know you don't have any pre-questions. We're just going to jump right in and, and see where this conversation, I, I truly want this to be a conversation, just really see where it takes us. Okay, I've got my seatbelt on. I'm ready. <laughs> I love it. I know you. I know you are. I trust that you are. You talk a lot about creating a positive state of change and reaching one's potential. And so, obviously, to create a life on one's terms, um, you have to first create that positive state of change if you're going to to get to that place. And and I, I, I wanted I wanted to hear from you. How do you define that? Break that down a little bit. What what do you even mean by positive state of change? Uh, well, uh, you know what I mean by it is that you kind of have a chance to control the change, and that usually ends up in a positive uh, conclusion or a positive outcome. A lot of times, and we all know this, things just come at us, and we're not in charge, and we lose control. And sometimes there, you know, we're, we're kind of blindsided. But in the kind of change that you're talking about in terms of living your life in your own terms and that kind of thing, I think, you know, it starts, of course, with what you want to be when you grow up. It's, it's your own personal vision and mantra. And that has to ignite a series of things have to happen. So the first thing is you have to know what it is you want. Okay. If you don't know what you want, you can't get what you want. So be clear on that. And it could be anything. You could start with just an idea. Like, I just want to feel like I'm more in control. I want to feel happier. I mean, some of it's kind of broad and maybe a little esoteric. But put something down on paper. Start to document what you think you want to be. And then the next thing is you start to get in, kind of hone in on, okay, does this include another person in my life? Does this include another place I need to be? Do I have to learn something in order to do this? Do I have to get a new degree? Do I have to have more money? Whatever that might be, there's going to be some steps you're going to have to take. And then I, then I think the thing that really ignites it is you take a step. You take, you might have 10 things to do, but take the first one or, or try to take the first one and move toward it. Whatever it is that you want, if you start to kind of focus on getting there. Uh, so an example is like, I want to live in the south of France. So, okay, I'm going to take a French class, right? It's not rocket science. You can do that. And once you start 
feeling the language, you start to start reading about places you might want to go. And the next thing you know, you're on a plane to the south of France enjoying wine in Provence. You know, uh, it can happen just that way. And in my world, I believe that once you do start to take, start to move towards something, it, it kind of moves right towards you as well. So you can kind of meet it halfway. Uh, and I'll, I'll just speaking of France, I'll, I'll give you a quick anecdote on, on how to do this. I, uh, at a company uh, many years ago, not that many years ago, but we uh, we had about 15 people. We had different offices in different parts of the world, and my partner spoke five languages, and I was always envious of her. She got to go to the Paris office and uh, because it was just more efficient because she knew what she was doing. So I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn a language. Darn it, I'm going to get over there. Uh, and so I took, started taking classes. Two weeks after I started taking the class, get a call from uh, a media company that we've been buying a lot of radio time on because we were an ad agency, CBS, and they said, hey, you know what? You, bet, you spent so much money. We want to give you a, a, a first-class trip for four to the south of France for 10 days. Are you so, kidding? I'm not kidding. And this is, this is cool because also her and her husband went, my partner, and the, I could not get a date. I mean, it's like one of those things, you know, uh, I was just kind of divorced and didn't really know anybody that well, but I went anyway, and it turns out there's a lot of single people in, in France, <laughs> and so, I, and they, they, they speak the language, whatever it was, I was going, I love it, you know, uh, and I actually got to pick up some, some of the language, I had a great time, and it started with just the idea of wanting to do something that was pretty clear in my head, and I took that first step, and it kind of just all kind of came together. So uh, that is such a perfect, perfect example, Gary. So did you, so did you say you, your idea was you wanted to speak the language or did you already have the bigger picture that you wanted to go to France or was it just, it was, it was the language really, right? It, it was, no, the bigger picture was to go to France, yeah. but the language was the first step. It was the baby step I could take. I, I just didn't get on a plane and go to France. So I, I, I said, I got to plan this a little bit. <laughs> Right. And so the, the message there is just start. I mean, there's a, a number of takeaways that you just share, but one of them is, is just start and start moving in that direction. And it doesn't have to be something huge. It's literally breaking it down and moving in that direction. And I mean, what, okay, you said, you know, you mentioned the word esoteric. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go there a little bit. But Okay. What do you what do you think that is? You know, because it's interesting as I interview people, I look at the themes across their stories and their messages and what you just said has come up in every single one of the interviews, which is just start taking the step. You don't have to have the entire plan figured out, um but you have the big picture vision, take a step and somehow things start to unfold. And in in yeah. your world, I mean what what makes that happen? What is that? Is it just that you're moving in that direction, that you have momentum? Is there something bigger uh, behind that? Yeah, I, 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 it comes down to a couple things for me. I, I think, first of all, we're all, we're all created in, in the image of our creator, however you want to define that. And, and as such, we, are, uh, in, we have the same power of creation. And all of us are here to create our lives. The thoughts we think and everything that we do is all part of this, like uh, the quantum mechanics of the world is basically everything is a fluctuation or a wiggle. So any kind of thought into, into that 
into that fluctuation or into that uh, quantum of field can carry like so far and so vast. And it creates a lot of kind of fires off these neurons, like if they were inside of your head. And what happens is the universe actually conspires to put it together for you. And, and the, the science of it is quantum mechanics, but, but the, the, the magic of it is that it's your own thought that really happened. In fact, nothing has ever happened without us thinking about it. So thoughts are the beginning of all creation. And so when you're thinking about something, you can actually start to see it come to you. So there is truly a physical, a scientific, and a, a, maybe it's a combination of both, like you said, whatever your beliefs are, but that there's a, there is a, also a science behind that, that energy, that quantum mechanics, as you mentioned. Yeah, there, there is. I mean, you can hear, even the great, uh, I think uh, people like Deepak Chopra talk about this, you know, that the, the universe is, is made up of just this big connection. We are all part of the same thing. And you, you wonder why people that sometimes, like, they, they don't have a brain. I mean, you, you know, they just think they're the dumbest folks on the planet, and they, they are making, you know, eight figures a year, you know? And you wonder, <laughs> how in the heck does this guy get this done? And it's because he thinks that he can. He thinks that he can, and, and he does. It's really that simple. Almost everything that we don't do in life is because we're afraid we're going to fail, and we don't think we can. And so in my world and what I write about in reaching a state of positive change is, okay, let's get control of the equation. Let's start to change things on our terms and, and let's move forward with what we want instead of what we just doing what we think we have to do. And so I know all this is connected, but it, and it is esoteric, but there's a lot of practical, real things that come from that. I just gave you one short story. We all have a, we all have a story where I just thought of Aunt Rose or somebody and she calls on the phone, yep. and it's it's that's the, what happens, uh, and it, it's powerful stuff. I mean, there's some other theories and some other writers that I've, I've looked at have ideas on how this happened. Like the the Earth is designed to be really an amusement park, and uh, we come back from a from another world and we jump into the Earth to take on the form of a, a body and pick our parents. And then the moment that we're here, we forget everything <laughs> that we knew before. And we spend our lives trying to figure that out. But what the answer has always been embedded inside of us. We have the power inside to, to, really, to really do it. So I'm gonna, I want to quote myself here uh, in, from, a, from my first book called The Book of Zen. And, and I tell this to people all the time. And I think it's a, it's a great way to kind of underscore what we're just talking about. Here it is. The only thing that separates the you today from the new and powerful you that's meant to be is the step that your heart is begging you to take. Your heart, your heart is there before, before you are in some ways. Yes, it knows what you want. You have to listen to it. Well, and you know what? And I love that, Gary. And it's, it's so interesting because that ties back, you know, in, on my show, I talk about a seven-step a seven step or a seven-stage framework. Um, I call it the seven L's. And the first, the first L that I refer to is, is listening. And, and I want, I'd love to hear how you sort of explain this, that, that sometimes for people, there, there's this, this listening, and maybe that's what you're referring to as your heart, like your heart is begging you to take that step. And I think that's part of that first 
L, you know, so often, and I'm sure you've run across these individuals as well. There's people that they, they check all the boxes, you know, maybe they have the, the McMansion, maybe they have the title that they, they thought that they wanted in their life and their career. And they get to these places and there's still this emptiness and there, or there's, there's this lack of feeling of fulfillment. And there's something that's calling to them, something, something different perhaps. And it's, Maybe it's what you're referring to as the heart that I call the the listening, um, because it seems like that's that's where it starts. When people talk about creating a life on their terms or creating that positive change, if we're not tuned in, if we're not listening, or if our heart, if we're not paying attention to our heart um, or your soul, whatever that is, we 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 have trouble going any further. Would would you would you say that? Yeah, yeah I, I think. It's, it, you hit it right on the head. I mean, listening is really the be- first stage of self-discovery. Yeah. And and in self-discovery, you go through a process. Sometimes it's meditative, sometimes not. But, you know, where you, you kind of just pay attention to what, in, in my world, is like two ways to be. You can have a feeling of comfort or a feeling of discomfort. And so as you start to examine yourself and what you might want to be and what your heart is telling you to do, you'll, you'll have moments of comfort and discomfort. And when you have those, examine what, what has just happened that made me feel comfortable. And if something makes you feel a little uncomfortable, what did I just do that I, I don't want to do again? And sometimes it's really subtle, but we learn over time, we, sub, we, we subdue those, those feelings, those, those little gnawing, that gut feeling that we get sometimes because we, we just got on a track and we only can hear what we want to hear. Uh, and that's the other thing. We can only see what you want to see, and you can only hear what you want to hear. Right. Okay. So I, I love this is such a, uh, a pickle. It's like the word that comes to mind sometimes. So if how, and we turn it off, sometimes we go dormant, right? Or we're on autopilot, I like to say. And we're heading towards these things that we think we want or that society thinks, you know, tells us that we, that we need or want. What advice, I mean, how do you get back in touch with that? And, and you just said a couple things that may, may be the answer, but it's what I heard you just say was start paying more attention, start paying attention to how you feel, um, your thoughts. I, I mean, is that, if somebody's going through that process of self-discovery and maybe not feeling fulfilled, I mean, and you want to get more connected Listen to your heart, I guess is what I'm asking you. If you want to pay more attention and listen and connect to your heart, is it just kind of paying more att- attention or would you, what else would you say about that? Well, I think it's, it's a little bit of a lot of things, actually. It's, uh, and it's different for everybody because one of the things you have to say about self-discovery is that it's transforming, it's transforming and it's powerful. And, uh, and also, it's very individual and unique. So, and here's the dilemma that a lot of folks have is they, they don't give their heart a chance to explore things or they don't give themselves a chance to explore things because they're, the mate that they're with or their spouse or the situation that they're in doesn't allow them to shop for things. The universe is vast. I mean, there's so many things you could do here, uh, so many places to live and all this stuff, and we don't see it. Or we could see it online and we could go click on a couple of travel documents and, and see where we might want to live. But, but you have to try to experience it. And that's a little difficult, but you can 
because we're 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 humans, we're we're gifted with this ability to think, and we can imagine. And imagination is is the thing that really drives all of it because you've got to let yourself just go like, okay, not a what if, it's like what is going to be, not a, not a what if, it's going to happen, and start imagining that. And then I'd like you to document that in your journal somehow. Like, this is the thought I had. This is the feeling that it gave me. Uh, I was in the room. I could feel how I had succeeded. I, I, I won the award. I got the job. I got the wife, or whatever that might be. Start to put that into your head and, and have fun with it. And that's how that works. And at some point, you start to learn about yourself, what you like, don't like. You start to make judgment calls on your own self. And you kind of end up with like, okay, Gary likes this. He likes to do that. And you start to do more of it. If it feels good, you should do more. Like, it's such a simple thing. If it doesn't feel good, gosh, don't do that. <laughs> is it really uh, that, like, it's that simple, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It pretty much is. Uh, it's just that we, heart, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to change our we, – we're afraid to up, uproot our family or we're afraid we can't get another job. We can't duplicate what we've got. We're always afraid about moving what we own someplace. And, you know, it's funny as I was just saying that I was pulling on my, on my countertop like I could just pick it up and take it with me. It's like an interesting <laughs> thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's not that complex. It is really simple. It's like do what makes you feel good. But, you and, know – I didn't mean to cut you, but you know, so you just, it's interesting. We're in some ways walking through this, this seven L process because you just made me think of um, one of the other L's, which, which is layers, you know, so that the first L being listen, right? So start listening, what's bubbling up, you know, the sort of what can be uh, sort of piece. And, and I, I also tie that into um, you know, what do you love and, and, and what are your values? But what you just said about all the, the fear or disappointment, you know, I, I call those the, the third L, which is layers, which can hold us back. I mean, which it seems simple to overcome them, but they can be so real. I mean, and it's also very sad that if, you know, somebody says, well, I, I can't change my life. You know, I have kids to put through college or, I have a mortgage or my wife or my husband, you know, they, they like this neighborhood. They don't want to, they don't want to go. Yeah. And I think sometimes, um, those layers or those challenges, I mean, they, they do keep us, uh, stuck if you will. Yeah. And you know, the, and the older you get, the more layers there are, you know, you, you kind of create your own nest, you know, that is just what you want or you think you want. And, it's pretty comfortable, you know, by and large, people don't like to be uncomfortable. So they get a house that they feel good in and they, 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 maybe there was too much that they want to spend, but they get comfortable with that somehow. And the longer you wait to follow your dream, the harder it's going to seem to get there. However, it, it doesn't mean you can't get there. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to quote uh, a writer, a guy named Mike Dooley, who wrote a book called Infinite Possibilities, among many others that, and he has a, he's a really simple premise that you know if you if you uh, thoughts become things and if you just think about something something can happen and he also has another thing he calls the dreaded hows you know like don't worry about how you're going to get there worry about what it is you want to get to and I totally I totally subscribe to that and I, before I even started reading him I was saying the same thing to my clients in business is like you know a lot of times. If you start thinking about how I can, how am I going to do this? 
you just stop before you ever get started. I, you can't find it. You can't. You just no way. I don't. I don't have this. What am I going to do? But if you focus on what it is you want and not worry about those dreaded hows so much, uh, I think you'll get a lot faster movement. And to our earlier piece about the universe kind of coming to conspire to give you what you want, that starts to take. That starts to happen. And and also quote Dooley in his books. What he says is, you know, if you start thinking like this. Uh, don't change your mind and don't don't think you can't because as soon as you start to as soon as you say I want something, the wheels already begin to turn, and if you change your mind, they stop and they will give you whatever you don't want. You know, so it's uh you have to stay focused, you have to stay committed to whatever that vision is. It's I mean, there's a lot of power there. It's almost scary to think about that if, if we truly have that much power, and I think. People either, like you said, don't realize it, or they or they give it away. Maybe maybe they're af- afraid of their own power. Yeah, it's it can be scary sometimes. I mean, I I think uh, when you're young, you know, like you get out of college, you go to Europe for a couple of months, you pack backpack around with your buddies, and you see the world in a in kind of at a, at a grassroots level. And boy, you see all these beautiful things. You're like, I just could love to live there. I want to go back to this place. I want to go see that family. I want to see that that whatever. And then you come back, and now it's you got a real job. And then next thing you know, you got a real house, and you got a real family. And those dreams that you had are like way back there. That said, you know, families sometimes just uproot and go. Uh, you know, they, they, they sometimes they just say, we can do this together. We'll find a way. And I, and I also got to say, if you're, if you're thinking about working from home, I have a home office here, and I was on a Barcelona webinar this morning. You can be anywhere on the planet, anytime. And so don't worry about where it is physically that you are. As long as you're connected, you're, you're, you can do it. Uh, so I, it's easier than you think, actually. I'm working on my exit strategy here to kind of move to the south of France myself. Uh, I started looking at property. Uh, I got to put some more money in the bank in order to do that. But uh, I'm also going to dust off my French books and um, looking for clients there. So as soon as I find a client, that'll be a reason to go on their dime. And uh, that's how I work my world. So you, I, I love it, Gary. So to go back to your, I mean, you made it happen once before, right? You said you wanted to go. You started yeah. to learn French and the ticket showed up. So you're, so you're literally putting that out to the universe again. That's like the next chapter for you is to, to live there more full time and run your business. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's really feasible. And I, you know, what I, what I did is I, there's a guy that, an Englishman that moved to France, his name's, uh, uh, Mailey, Peter Mailey, I think, yes. And he wrote uh, A Year in Provence. And when he wrote this book, it was like a number one bestseller all over the world. And all of a sudden, in France, all of these Asian people were walking around with the book, A Year in Provence, and trying to go to the places that he would describe. And so he's written, I don't know, maybe a dozen books now, and I've read every one of them. And I just finished one just maybe a week ago, and he was re- talking about uh, Marseille and being in, in Nice and some of those areas there that I've been to, and it just conjures up all these great feelings, and, you know, next thing I know, I'm on the internet looking at property. Uh, 
you gotta you gotta surround yourself that with things that support what you want to do, and and hopefully your family and anybody that might be connected with you will have that will be able to help you get to that dream, because uh, it's easier if two people want to do it, and uh, because then you then you can't let the other person down. <laughs> Well, that's absolutely true, and it's it's always fun to have a partner, right? In these in these uh, adventures, but you know, so for anyone who's wondering, oh, can I change? I mean, you you have a, f- a full blown business uh, with mm-hmm. a lot of high profile clients. You're also uh, a professor, right? Connected um, to a university. So if somebody's listening, saying, oh, well, maybe you know he you know he has a home office. I mean, you have a lot of things, a, a lot of excuses. It could keep you where you are, but you're not. You're not letting that hold you back. No, it's, and Farrah, first of all, where I am is absolutely fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to you, and I look out over the screen, and there's the Pacific Ocean. I mean, I'm in Southern California, which is exactly the same kind of climate they have in the South of France. So I'm already kind of living that dream. Uh, and I, you know, I may never go, you know, because there's all, all kinds of other implications for doing that. But the point being is that you have the option and wherever you are, this is the other thing is you can make yourself as happy as you want, uh, by how you look at it. You know, it's like, don't feel trapped. Don't feel stuck. Feel like this is just a, a stepping stone, a, a piece of the, of the journey and start to keep focus on the end of the journey and go there. And I think you'll start to pick up your step a little bit. And things will start to kind of come to you. And the next thing you know, you're all jazzed about it. And that energy and enthusiasm and those actions you're taking will just will just start to really get you going. And you'll be there before you know it. I mean, that's the way it works. You know, you just made two really excellent, excellent points. I mean, one, um, just because people are on this journey to create life on their terms doesn't mean they, they can't be happy where they are now. Like you just said, you're looking out over the Pacific Ocean. There's a million people that, you know, where you are is their dream, Gary. <laughs> so so just because you want to do something different, have a new chapter, doesn't mean, A, that you're not happy now, or B, that you can't be happy now. That those, it's not an, it's not an or. I, I guess what I'm taking away, I think it's such an important message. It, it can be both. You can be content and happy where you are, but, but also see that there, there may be a new vision, a new adventure for you down the road that, you know, as we grow and change, because uh, none of us are stagnant. So it doesn't have to be that you're miserable now and you're trying to escape something. No, that's, that's true. Uh, in fact, the other thing is, it, in a true kind of, you know, Zen way, uh, happiness is residing in us all the time, no matter where we go. I mean, we get to choose what we're happy about and, and where we are. And it has to do with how we see things. So uh, if, you're, if you're grounded and you, you have a good sense of self and you know what you're doing, the kind of things that make you happy already, uh, I don't care, you can put yourself anywhere and you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll just be okay because you are from from the inside out doing it right. The other stuff is is just fun. It's icing on the cake, you know, to to go and and explore things that you've never done. Because as humans, we still have a physical body, and we get to enjoy things in a physical way, and that's cool. I mean, we could be happy, but we can also explore. And I think that's really the fun of life. Is there's so much beauty here that's been designed into the equation. Uh, we'd be crazy to miss it and, and go see as much as you can. One of the other cool things that I thought about doing 
and, and this might probably even be more practical in some weird, weird way, is you can buy a ticket to fly around the world. And you can stop as many times, you can get on and off as, as much as you want, and you can stop in as many places as you want to be and maybe never get back on. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy, especially if you're if working in the kind of business I am where it's all done through communications. You have your laptop and a power cord, and you get an internet, you're in business. You're good, right. And you may discover a place that you want to go back and spend more time, you know, after yeah. that around the world journey. But, you know, I, I think you just said something so important. Even So even if you have the opportunity to to create change and, and travel and do all of these things, if if at the core of it, what you just said if internally, I mean, if you don't have that that core happiness and fulfillment, none of that other stuff's going to matter anyway. Yeah, that's true. You're going to be jaded before you get going. And, and that's true if you're, if you're actually trying to escape something. And I want to make a, another point here, too, that, uh, you know, we're talking about big-time changes like moving to France and all that stuff. That's not what the book's about, and that's not what life's about for most folks. Uh, it can be, but it can be anything. It can just be finding the love of your life, which is way more fun than going to France, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and there's all kinds of other things that you can put your mind to that, that are, are small, maybe, uh, in comparison, but really rewarding. I mean, just like working at a charity or giving back to somebody or, uh, you know, calling somebody on the phone that you haven't talked to in a long time. There's lots of things you can do to cheer somebody else up and yourself at the same time. So what are you what are you saying there, Gary? That I mean, obviously, what I hear, you know, one of your points is, I mean, happiness. Going back to what we originally started the interview with, I mean, a little bit about control. We can't control everything, but what I'm hearing you say is that you can control your potential and your happiness, your positiveness to some degree. Yeah, you can to all degrees. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. Things will happen that are painful, that are hurtful. Uh, it's just the way we're wired. Uh, how long you dwell on it and let that pain and hurt keep you down is totally a function of how you think about it after it happens. So perspective then has to, has to kick in the gear. You have to say, you can't dwell on it and say, oh, if that had never happened, I'd have been doing this because that's living in the past. You know, in, in the book and really dealing with change is change only happens in the future. And, and positive change can only happen there. If you're not happy today, you've got, you've got in this moment, you can begin this second to actually start to think about what will make you happy tomorrow and move toward that. Uh, and that's the control piece that I was talking about. And you just got to kind of like be your own cheerleader. And, and sometimes I say it, I don't mean to be cavalier about it. You can have devastating things happen in life, and I have, and, and I've had some bad luck along the ways, and I wish they had not happened. But what I've learned is to kind of change my perspective, and, and somehow it makes it all better. And I'll, I'll give you a, a personal story that was what really worked for me big time. I, I went through a divorce some years ago uh, when my children, I had two boys that were pretty young, like four and six or something like that. And it was just a horrible divorce. It just, I mean, I was so angry and I was so upset. And, and uh, I, you know, anyway, I, I was mad at their mother and I could see that it was hurting the kids. You know, they just never had seen us like that. 
And so I, I made a decision that the best thing I could do for my kids was to love their mother. And I, I shifted. I just said, okay, we're going to be parents for a long time. They're still really young. We got to do this as a team. And I did. I shifted. And, and now we're, we're really good friends. We, we talk a lot. Uh, she's a client of mine. I do work for her and her husband. Her husband is the guy that she had the affair with. So we're not that we say they're all fast friends, but you know, it's, it is way good. And, and the kids really enjoy that. And now that they're older, we often have parties where we invite each other to each other's house for just getting together. So you can, you can shift things. That was a big time one that worked for me. That's a, that is a really big time one. <laughs> that's a, that's, that had to be tough, but I, I guess what you're saying too is it's amazing when one person shifts, right? You just, you shifting shifted the entire dynamic. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't, not, if you don't want to pick a fight, probably won't have a fight. You know, that's, it's, it's kind of simple. You know, uh, you can make bad things happen real easy. And unfortunately they're easy to do. If you want to feel bad, just wake up in the morning, stub your toe and then be mad about that all day. And uh, you know, you won't have any fun. It's like, so I, I wake up every day and I say, okay, something absolutely wonderful is going to happen to me. And I spend the rest of the day looking for it. And so, there's usually something that happens. This, this is today is talking to you. This has been, this has been a, a great day, a great evening for me too, Gary. And so with that, you, so you, I, I want to break down, down what you're saying. So if somebody's listening to this and they say, Wow. I mean, Gary says so many things. It sounds easy for him, right? He has all these tools. One of the things that you just mentioned, it sounds like, I mean, you proactively start your day with a conscious thought of how you want that day to be. So going back to, to what you said about your thoughts and control and, and those leading to an outcome, you consciously put that out there is that what you're saying every day you sort of start with what that positive thought uh i try i some days i wake up uh, today is a perfect example i woke up late i don't know how i did that i was supposed to be on a call i got on the call they said where's your turn on your camera i said they can't turn on my camera <laughs> <laughs> I, I just not in a position to be seen right now and uh you know so uh, and then you kind of start off in a weird, weird place. But by and large, yeah, we can wake up and say, this is another day that I have a chance to have a lot of fun, be happy and do something good. And, and one of the things for me that makes me happy is helping other people succeed. And when I can do that, uh, like we're talking, hopefully if one person gets one, one piece of a thing that kind of like ignites something in their brain that says I can do this, we've succeeded. And it's, that's exactly what I try to do. And so like, if you look at the book, there's maybe a hundred stories in there and they're all, they all point to the same thing to do. They're just different ways of saying it because sometimes things need a different angle in order to enter properly. So I give you a lot of different options there and we all have options to like how we want to live our day. And it starts to, the phone can ring and it can kick off the day in a really good way or a bad way. Uh, it doesn't matter. The, the, the real, the real point though is, True change is going to happen looking forward. It's not going to happen looking backward. And that's a beautiful point. I, I know. And if, so if you were to distill this down, so there's a couple, you know, and, and maybe you can't in five points or four points, Gary, but, you know, for the listeners who are listening, you know, to your recipe for 
creating positive change and reaching your potential. I mean, one you just said, I mean, change is about looking forward, right? And every moment you have a new opportunity to start on that path of, of positive change. And we have control of our, our thoughts. I mean, if you were to kind of sum up your, your framework or your approach, you know, of the key things that you would want someone to take away and to help them create that life of positive change or that life on their terms, however we want to phrase that, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you sum that up? Well, you know, you, uh, it's, it's summed up in the book just fine, but I can't have the book in front of me. So I'll tell you what I, what I think. The first thing is you start with is, you know, uh, acknowledging that we are powerful uh, beings. We have the ability to imagine any kind of world we want. And, and all of us have that same power to imagine. And the imagination can turn us into all different kinds of directions. And it's a great starting point to finding out what you want. And you can use it from there. After you start to like, you know, kind of, kind of do your analysis and do a reconnoiter of what's available to you or that you like, you start to make some choices. You start to whittle it down a little bit. And that, that tied into an imagination allows you to put substance to your thoughts. So the imagination now, instead of just being open-ended, is now focusing on something. You can actually start to visualize. And in this visualization of what it is that you want, you there will be actual context. There will be reality around it. So it might be a place you want to go to or a university you want to attend or a, some kind of career that you want to, want to challenge yourself for. Uh, whatever that might be, there'll be tangible things. Start to bring those into your life. Take a look at those things. What would it take to get to this school? How would I have to do this? What would I have to learn, et cetera? And then as you start to bring those tangible things in, uh, start to take a step toward it. Is there an application? Is there a first step? What would be a logical first thing? If I'm, I want to go travel, I should get a passport. You know, let's go do that. Yeah. Uh, if, if I want to get a new car, maybe I should drive to the lot, you know? And see what they got. Uh, so it's it's that kind of thing, uh, and it just all ties back to that original thought that you had, and and something that you imagined. Uh, it's not complicated. It's what what complicates it the most is we have very busy lives by and large. People have lots of stuff to do. They've got to be places. They've got to show up. People are depending on them. I get all of that. So this isn't like done in like a vacuum. You have to. You have to incorporate it into what is already a day filled with stuff. And But I, I, I tell you that if you start thinking about what you want, what makes you happy, no matter what you're doing with all that other stuff, you're going to have a better day. And you're going to have a better day the next day and one after that. And you're going to start to make you start to make some decisions and get closer. Uh, pretty soon you'll be on your way. And I, I'll applaud you when you get there. Let me know how it, how it feels because – I think it's a feeling of achievement of getting what your dreams are all about is really living on your own terms. That in a nutshell is like, okay, I'm happy, I'm doing it, and uh, no one's going to tell me I can't do it or, or stop me from it. Yeah. That's, that's really life. That's really a good way to go. Oh, I love that, that feeling of achievement. And you know, you know that feeling when you're there. You know when it's right, right? And that goes back to that just listening. You, you know in your gut when you're, doing that, when you're doing that right thing and you've arrived at that place. I mean, we're never truly there, I won't say, but, um, 
but but pay attention to that. It goes back to that paying attention. You know, there, there's an interesting. Um, I, I'd love you to comment, Gary, on uh, one of the concepts that you talk about because, on the one hand, we're encouraging people to reach their potential and live this life on their their terms, however big or or small. Like you said, it doesn't always have to be a huge thing. It may be a, a smaller thing. But you have this term that um, that you had in in your book, which was uh, confidence. And so on the one hand, we're saying, go after your dream, go after your vision, you know, the, the universe will, will provide, so to speak. But on the other hand, I remember reading, uh, and you saying like, but at the same time, don't hold on too tight, you know, you can sort of rest and be confident or confident um, about getting there, you know, and some people I, I, I just I, and I struggle with this myself of, wait, if I want something, I have to go, 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 push, 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 um, you know, be active, active, active. And so I think this is such an interesting concept where on the one hand, you're saying go after it. But on the other hand, you're saying, you don't don't hold on too tight. Yeah, you know, I, I it's, yeah, the co- combination of calmness and, and confidence is, uh, for me, it's my happy space. It's, it's, uh, it's really uh, what what makes me happy. It's a joy just to be uh, know that I'm okay, that and I don't have to rush or or stretch or anything. I can just be me, and I think that being me piece is is the essential, you know, a hub of the wheel of life. Is that I, I if I'm not true to myself, uh, I'm going to fail. And you have to be true. You have to know yourself and and just be you. And I think that's that's where everybody has to start once you say okay i'm gonna i'm this person this is what i am uh uh, you know uh it starts to feel good and you start to act like that and image becomes destiny i start to people start to reflect back on me what i'm feeling about myself and pretty soon it catches fire and everybody's doing the same thing and it's like it's like going viral uh and it's all because it started with this this little beacon that you discovered or dusted off or turned on inside of you that says it's okay to be who I am and, and, and I can do what I want to do and just go from there. Uh, Cause you can, you really can. So I'm such a visual person and I know this is audio only. This is one time where I wish we had a whiteboard <laughs> and you could like literally draw these steps because it's, it's so interesting if we back up. So you're, I love, I love what you said. You're, your calm and your confidence comes from knowing who you are and being okay with who you are and, and this, what you're creating for yourself. So, but if you back up before that, if you back up to this place of maybe just feeling a little discontent, maybe not sure, or maybe you're questioning who you are or what your values are, maybe you've, you've achieved some things, but you're kind of going, God, maybe this isn't even what I wanted. Maybe I was just listening to society and I kind of ended up over here when I maybe really where I want to be is over here. How does that confidence tie in when you're in that place? Uh, you know, the way I would say it is that confidence by itself is something that people use to start to take action that they will succeed. And that's to that to your point of having all this stuff in their lives. If you, if you add calmness to it, you know that real happiness comes from within. 
and and you and the, and the combination of the two lets you take steps towards what makes you feel good, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't force you to be the one that has to do everything. And this goes this ties all the way back to the earlier point that if you start to believe that you can do it, whatever it is will start to come towards you. That's the trick. That's the trick. That's where calmness comes in is to believe that it will happen. Because if you don't believe it, it's not. Uh, and beliefs are really, you know, you can, or you can form them any way you want to. But once you believe it and you own it, uh, it's amazing what can happen. Well, and I, I think that, thank you, Gary. I know there was a lot in there. You just got me so excited <laughs> about trying to connect all of these dots. But it is, it's it's the belief and tr- and almost trusting in the universe, trusting this sort of process um, and having confidence and, and, and clarity. So what you're ultimately saying is we don't, we don't have to be afraid. If there's something we want and want for ourselves, if we believe it and, and own it and move in that direction, we're, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to quote, uh, from, a, a JM Barry work, on uh, on Peter Pan. And it's, it's one of my favorite quotes. And, uh, it's like, it's second star to the right and straight on till morning. And it's, <laughs> It's, it's a call to a grander and greater life, a life of abundance, adventure and joy, a journey to the unknown, an option that is always within reach, no matter how stuck or stalled we may feel we have become. I love that. It's, it's kind of just romantic, you know, second start of the right and straight on to morning. Yeah. I can already feel that. I'm getting goosebumps just yeah. talking about it. I know me too. I, and it's, it's, it's there. And even, even if you get a little stuck, um, it's, it's there, it's within reach and you can, you, you can grasp it. And it's, you know, and, and I don't want to overcomplicate this. I think the beautiful thing that you've done is I, I almost feel like I can breathe a sigh of relief <laughs> personally. It's like, wow, this, this really isn't that complicated. If you distill it down, it's, um, it's about trusting and being calm. I mean, having having your vision, but but you don't have to feel stressed that you have to have it all worked out. Just just move in that direction. Whether that's um, you know learning French and you want to ultimately move there one day, or getting that passport, but taking taking a step, I guess, is um, getting clear getting clear on your vision uh, and and taking a step, but don't really worrying too much about the detail and how you're going to get there. That's exactly right. That's the, that's the secret to success in everything we do is, is not worry about how so much, just worry about what. Don't worry about how, just, yeah, just worry about what. Yep. I think that's a great quote. I don't know if you've intended it that way or used that before, Gary, but I think that's a great quote right there. Well, thank you. Uh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will. And this, this has been so lovely. I could just talk to you for, for another couple of hours, but I don't, I don't want us to give it all away either. I know that you, um, some of these, these wonderful tips and stories and other things are in some of the books that you have. And if you want to share um, where our listeners can read more about you or learn more about you online, I mean, where, where can we get more of uh, these great Gary Zendersky quotes and stories and, and sure. helpful hints? 
Yeah, uh, well, you can, you can go, first of all, you can find me anywhere online, just Google it, and uh, you'll see that a, the book's available at, at Barnes and & Noble and, and Amazon and all that kind of, in different kind of formats, so it's always there. Uh, you can go to a website, uh, Zenzone, uh, Z-E-N-Z-O-N-E.com, and there's information on both books that I've got out. One is the Book of Zen, and then the Zenzone that I just mentioned. Uh, or if it's it's easier, and it's easier for me too. If you want to get some personal attention, or you want to join my my readers group, uh, email me at uh, at Gary at bookofzen that's s z e n dot com, and I answer every email I get, and I, I still write every week a brand new story that circulates to a few people out there, and I'd be happy to add you to the list. Wow, I love it. I don't know how how you make time, but you somehow you slow the universe down and fit in all of these wonderful things um, that you're doing for people and touching people's lives truly around the world, Gary. I I so appreciate your time. If, if there's anything else, is there any last takeaway or thing that you were thinking about you wanted to make sure um, to share before we before we end today? I, I would say the the. The first and maybe the biggest thing is believe in yourself and don't let anyone ever tell you you can't do what you want to do. And you start there and you'll have a better life. I think if you get the book, you'll find all kinds of stories that, that will reinforce the fact that we have the power. I mean, we do. We have all of the power. We own it. It's ours to use any way we want. And you read the book, you'll find 100 stories that just reinforce that. And you'll be convinced when you're finished with the book that you can. Uh, that's how that works. It all comes down to uh, belief, right? Belief in yourself, belief in um, the universe, belief in uh, how all of this works. So I guess that's really, if we're looking for a theme or a word for our interview, it seems like um, belief. It, it kind of sums it up. Yeah, I, I, I believe that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> This, this has been such a wonderful conversation with you. I so appreciate your time, Gary. And um, My pleasure. It's been wonderful. I know that our, the listeners will get a lot out of it. And um, I, I know that you'll be hearing from some of them as well. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time and your expertise and your wisdom today. Thank you, Gwen. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, everybody, thank you again for joining me on another episode of Life on Your Terms please visit the website at L-O-Y-T Inner Compass and share your comments, questions, or suggestions for future topics. And until next time, I hope you are inspired and have the courage to live life on your terms.